friends podcast i am billy the movie grader and this episode is actually a solo mission i have no guests joining me this time around but i intend to have some fun with it anyways in this episode i will be talking about the new computer animated movie called abominable abominable is directed by jill colton and todd wilderman it was released on september 27th 2019 and it features the voices of eddie izzard sarah paulson and joseph izzo getting right into it um i will go over a few of my favorite moments of the movie as i always do to start off the podcast, really. And um, right out of the gate of the movie, I mean, right after Everest's, Everest the Yeti's escape scene, it was a pretty cool escape scene, actually. I'm not, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but uh, there's an escape scene right from the get-go of the movie. It doesn't waste any time. After the escape scene, we get to see the introductions of the of the main characters, Yi, Peng, and Jin. And um, they, the introduction of the characters was actually really well done. The movie featured the hustle and bustle of China as it was well animated and had a very cool look to it. I enjoyed the scenery and the animation was beautifully done as it is throughout the entire movie, to be honest. What was really cool during the opening China scene was the long and somewhat opening panning shot of the city and its people enjoying their daily lives, and it was cute and fun to see. It was it was a very, very well-done scene. Yi, the main character, she's the, the girl. She does um odd jobs to scrounge up money to make a dream trip, and a few of them were actually pretty funny. One of them was she would walk way too many dogs for her to handle, just doing simple odd jobs and getting a few bucks here and there. She she empties out a restaurant's fish bucket and ends up smelling, smelling like a dumpster. Flies would surround her and garbage was in her hair afterwards and she was quite a mess. It reminded me of the Peanuts character Pigpen. You know, the guy that is always smelling and his flies around him. Yi would actually get looks of disgust from people that had to pass by her smelling like crap, but she didn't really care. She's actually pretty pretty determined and she was intent to make her own money and uh, go on her special trip that she had planned. Overall, the animation was pretty amazing. The various colors on screen helped create a somewhat magical experience that was just a treat for the eyes. Just something that has to be experienced in person in a beautiful Dolby Vision, Dolby Theater, basically, with the coolest and brightest colors. It was, it's, it's, it's indescribable uh, how amazing animation has gotten. In today's in today's world, it's the technology is incredible. The colors are amazing, and it's, the colors just jump off screen. I also enjoyed the main characters and their personalities. Like I said, Yi, the girl who is um, she's obviously driven, and on, she's really on a mission throughout the whole entire movie, obviously to get Everest, the Eddie, back to his home in, of course, Everest. And then there's Everest, which is the magical yeti. He's actually a cute magical yeti that's capable of getting the kids out of any jam. Actually, be it actually gets a little silly towards the end, you know, but uh, I won't really get much in, much into that. He really isn't the most dynamic character you'll find out there, but for a kid's movie, I guess it worked. It was average. Peng, he was uh, a basketball-loving kid who really connected to Everest and often acted the ton like Everest. He's childlike he you would often find peng and everest playing with a basketball 
when they were supposed to be doing something else. But uh, Peng loves basketball, and it was the center of his life. Everything he he did in the movie, he somewhat ended up tying to basketball somehow. He found the way. I mean, it was it was cute. I mean, it was it, it reminded me of when I was a kid and uh, how other people would always look up to their sports heroes as putting them in a situation like standing in the backyard with a with a baseball and a bat and you know Madden's up in the bottom of the ninth inning he's got two outs against him bases are loaded it's it's for the world series you know that kind of thing and uh Penn kind of does something similar with basketball in the movie and it was it was cool it was fun I liked it um then finally there out of the main characters there's Jin and uh <laughs> to be honest, uh, Jin was quite the annoying character at first, but uh, after he kind of grows out of his douchey, narcissistic phase, he's kind of tolerable, I guess. He's the type of guy that thrives on getting likes on his social media posts, and he is very materialistic. He gets new shoes, and they get ruined, and of course, obviously, to everybody else, it's not that big of a deal. But to him, it was his world, and he really cared about it. He, he was kind of a cardboard cutout character. He, like I said, he's super into himself. He loves himself. And he's the kind of guy that loves to stop and check out himself in a mirror constantly. And is always worried about his hair. Think like a metrosexual Gaston, if you will. That's, that's Jin. Now, unfortunately for the stuff that didn't work so well in the movie. Um, mainly the story. The story was pretty thin. And it lacks any real, I guess, meat to it. It was your typical story of friendship with a side order of an escorting mission and an extra side of the whole accepting someone even though they are a different message. It's been done before in many types of movies. Not only did the story not work, the the villains in the story didn't work. They were so inept. It was, it, it, I get trying to act stupid, but these guys took stupid to a different level. Basically, during the movie, Everest is being hunted down by a Dr. Zara, and a Mr. Burnish. Mr. Burnish is the man who originally had Everest in captivity, and of course Everest escapes, but Mr. Burnish wants him back for his personal reasons of making him look like a god, basically, and it's it's a whole different story with him. I don't really want to get much into that, because eh, it's not worth it. Um, but basically, Mr. Burnish has this SWAT-like crew that he hires to capture Everest again. Basically, the SWAT crew is, is so painful. <laughs> it's, I, I've never seen a more inept team in a movie before. I know it's animated. I get that. But these guys take cheese to the next level. I mean, they could have captured Everest 20 times over throughout the course of the movie. It was just getting ridiculous. And it didn't work. It's not something that I enjoyed. The movie was, I guess it was trying to be a comedy, but to be honest, not one person was laughing in the theater. Not even the kids. I mean, the kids, the, the, those jokes even fell flat with the kids. And when those jokes fall flat with the kid, there's an obvious, obvious problem. <laughs> the, the, the script was garbage. I mean, it's it was a decent story of friendship and what it basically boils down to is abominable had incredibly beautiful animation but it was hampered by an unfunny and lackluster script that fumbles around with a very very thin story there's really not much more to say about it to be honest it's it it, it the movie just didn't work it, it's 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 very forgettable and it's it's not one of 
one of the best animated movies out there by a long shot. And it's definitely not one of DreamWorks' best out there by a long shot. It's not a Shrek. And it's not a Madagascar. It's not not even close to those. But I mean, so that that's why I gave it just a C. I mean, mainly because the animation was really well done, as to be expected, I guess, by at this point by DreamWorks. But um, yeah, it's the the story was just garbage. That's what it came it came down to be. Moving on to something that I hope will be better. I'm praying will be better. I just don't want to get myself so hyped up for it. But I am. The, the only upcoming movie to be released this week on October 4th is Joker. I'm really excited about the movie. And um, I'm sure a lot of people are as well. Um, Joker is directed by Todd Phillips. And it stars Joaquin Phoenix and Robert De Niro. And basically Joker is about a character named Arthur Fleck. And his journey to become the famous Batman villain, the Joker. Surprise. Again, I'm very excited for this movie. I already have my ticket for Thursday. I actually have met Joaquin Phoenix, and he's a super nice guy. I think the Oscars will be thrown at him and the movie come Oscar season. Just a prediction. I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm recording this on, on Monday, the 30th, which is actually a National Podcast Day. So... You guys won't hear this till Tuesday, but happy National Podcast Days for all you podcasters out there. This is our day, I guess. Have fun with it. Anyways, back to Joker. I just, I'm trying not to set my expectations too high for fear of being let down, but I'm fairly confident this one will be a winner. Like I said, I got my ticket already for 4 p.m. on a Thursday, and God, it's sad that I have to get into this, but I pray that some asshole doesn't try any shenanigans with in my theater or any theater, I've heard some chatter that there that there could be an issue with, uh, that some people are scared of going to see the movie because Joker does touch upon mental health and some authorities are scared that some morons are going to try to recreate the 2012 Dark Knight Rises shooting in Aurora. I'm not going to mention that asshole's name. He doesn't deserve it. Do I think anything will actually happen? No. But in times like these, we honestly, we all need to be on guard at all times because you just never know, unfortunately. It's a sad time that we, that I even have to say this. If you go see the movie, enjoy it. Stay, stay safe and be aware. I, I pray nothing happens. That's all. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I pray nothing happens. I'm going to go in there, enjoy it, and have a good time. Hopefully, like again, hopefully it won't be disrupted by anybody. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's all I could really say about that. Well, this episode, it's, it's a lot shorter, obviously, because it's only me, but, um, that will do it for this episode of the Movie Grader and Friends podcast. Next Tuesday, be on the lookout for the episode dealing with one of the most highly anticipated movies of the year, Joker. Please find me on Instagram and Twitter at The Movie Grader. And uh, please visit my website, www.themoviegrader.com. On iTunes, please review and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Also, 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 this is super important. Please tell your friends about the podcast. I really thank you guys for the support. Those of you have who have been listening since the very first one that I put out. 
I would love to get more, more and more and more and more uh, subscribers. So please spread the word. I would be forever grateful. The Movie Grader and Friends podcast is available on all major podcast platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and basically anywhere you can get your podcasts. This has been the Movie Grader and Friends podcast. Thank you for your time. Feel free to email me at themoviegrader at gmail.com with any comments or suggestions, and I will see you next Tuesday. Thank you so much. His name is Bill.